good people happy new year this is coach cookie your life and relationship coach i missed you guys so much i mean i missed each and every one of you guys so much and it's so good to be back i had a lovely break over the holiday period it was full of excitement and inspiration i spent quite a bit of time getting out into life and meeting new people Um, I spent time relaxing, rejuvenating, and working on how I need to expand what I do in order to help you guys achieve your personal goals and when it comes to your healing from narcissistic abuse. In addition to dealing with relationships, uh, we are also going to focus on things that need to change in your personal life after narcissistic abuse or before narcissistic abuse that will make you whole and make you complete thought about this while I was on my break and we can't be so caught up on relationships if our lives are out of order so while we are healing from toxic abusive relationships let's focus on getting our lives in order I had to remind myself that I am a life and relationship coach so this year we're going to mix it up a little For those of you that are new to my show, I have it on weekly, every Wednesday. And during the show, I have a section called High Points. And on this section of the show, I'll review what I talk about the week before. Then on the next section of the show, it's called Cookies Commentary. And in this section of the show, I will review and talk about life issues, dealing with how to build up your self-esteem or how to build you up when you're facing daily struggles. I'm going to take this as an opportunity to provide you with words of encouragement to help you doing your healing journey so you can reach your highest potential. Then I have a segment on the show called Keeping It Real. Now, actually, this is my favorite part of the show. And on this segment of the show, I've reviewed your comments, your emails, and I will answer all of your questions that you may have uh, or topics that you might want me to do uh, a subject on. In addition to my weekly episode throughout the year, I'm going to have some things in store for my listeners, so stay tuned. Yes, I'm back. I'm so excited to be back with you and what the year has in store for us all. Thank you guys for joining me today. If this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for joining me. If you like what you hear, please give the podcast a like, comment, and don't forget to share with your family and friends. To all my regular listeners out there, welcome back. What's up? (laughs) I want everyone under the sound of my voice to know how much you are greatly appreciated. Here at Rising Higher, I'm going to give you some snippets for success to not only help you to survive, but to help you thrive. In today's show, I'm going to remind my listeners to be aware of the new year Hoover. But before we do that, let's talk about my last episode that I had from November 24th, 2021, before I took my break, where we talked about reparenting yourself. Now, 
For everyone that's not familiar with this, reparenting is a type of therapy to help individuals heal from their parents failing when they were young. This could mean that their parents were abusive in some type of way or even just not emotionally available for the child. In this episode, I dropped some golden nuggets to teach you how to become that loving parent to that inner child. The reality is, is that you already have the, li- the life lessons inside of you, but I would teach you how to access those lessons and apply those skills when you're dealing with that inner child. If this sounds like something you need to help with or you need to learn more about, check out the entire episode. Again, it's called How to Reparent Yourself. So now we're on Cookie's Commentary. And if you remember on Cookie's Commentary, this is just something that I, you know, there's something that's going on, there's something in the community or something I want to keep you abreast on, or it could just be words of encouragement or, um, you know, something like that. So today on Cookie's Commentary, I want to talk about how most of the time we hold ourselves to these unrealistic standards of perfection. And as a result, we judge ourselves when we don't live up to them. Everybody listen to me and listen to me very, very, very clearly. I want you guys to understand and realize that we are not supposed to be perfect because perfection isn't possible. Stop looking at what's going on on social media and these people that are showing these fake pictures and everything and then you get depressed because that's not you. They're going to show you what they want you to see. So stop looking at everything around you. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is perfect. It's not possible. We all have the capacity to change, learn, and grow no matter what the circumstances may be. As a life and relationship coach, I've had to deal with a lot of clients and I've noticed how people can change and how they can transform. One of the biggest transformations started with me. After all the years of fear and hurt that I suffered during narcissistic abuse, it was a long journey to healing because I didn't have the tools to cope. I prayed for something that would help me to get through the abuse and eventually I started meditation. I struggled with this for a while because with meditation, you're supposed to be in the present, but I couldn't concentrate. My mind wouldn't, my mind would wander off and I would start thinking about the future or the past. But being in the present isn't really easy. The key is that we have to train the mind to be where we are in the present. So when we can't do something, we make excuses for not doing and how silly the idea was and then we judge ourselves for not being good enough to do it. We all need to remember that what you practice grows stronger and it shapes our brain based on repeated practice. So if you have frustration and judgment while meditating, that is what you're going to be growing. That's what's going to be growing in your mind. We need to practice how to pay attention to ourselves. We need to be understanding kind, compassionate, and learn to accept the things about us that are not so perfect and accept it with open arms. This is not something that you do during meditation, but this is something that we are working on growing all the time, moment by moment. So the big question is, what do you want to grow? What do you want to practice? What is what is important? And you know, why is this important to you? Because consistently thinking negatively about yourself, saying statements like, I'm not okay, or I'm not living this life right. Pretty much any self-judgment and shame doesn't work because when we experience this self-judgment, 
the part of the brain that experiences growth and learning is shut down. So basically, shame robs the energy it needs to do the work to help us to change and heal. It doesn't get any better when we feel shame. We want to avoid it, so we hide from those parts of ourselves we are ashamed of, which are parts that most need our attention. You know, I understand that it's too painful to look at them. So the alternative to this problem is to to provide kind attention so we can look at those parts of ourselves we don't want to see and turning on the learning centers of the brain, giving you those resources that we need to change and heal. True and lasting transformation requires kind attention. Point blank, simple. Simply put transformation, simply put, you know, like transformation occurs when our mind is intentionally paying attention with kindness. Let me give you a really good example. A few years ago, I was doing this group coaching session with some retired military men. Of course, you know, our soldiers suffer from pain and shame. It was one man in the group who never said a word or for about three months, it appeared as though he was unreachable. Then he raised his hand one day and said, I don't want to get better. What I saw and what I did in the war, I don't deserve to, I don't deserve to get better. So he proceeded and explained in great detail what he had seen and what he had done. The shame filled the room after he told his story. The other men in the in the room had no judgment and there was only compassion on their faces. And so I asked the man that just talked for the first time in three months, I invited him to hold his head up and to witness the compassion and the kindness in the room. He slowly lifted his head up and looked around the room. And this man's face began to soften and his eyes, they were open and it looked like he had some hope. So there was a possibility there that he was not just his past actions, but he was there that, you know, he had the option to choose differently so he could change. This is one of those important things that I have learned that transformation is possible for all of us, no matter what it requires. Kind attention, not shame. Yes, this attention takes a lot of practice. No matter what you're going through, get up close, look at yourself in the mirror or whatever you need to do or, uh, you know, meditate, close your eyes, put your hand on your heart and say good morning and tell yourself, I love you. As you keep practicing this, it will grow stronger and stronger. And one day you'll wake up and say those same words and you'll feel this energy that's coming from your loved ones, you know, your your grandmother, your mother, and more importantly, from yourself. Once this kind of attention is being established, it will grow stronger every day. So every morning from now on, I want you to be brave. Close your eyes, put your hand on your heart, and say, good morning, I love you, girl, or good morning, you're so handsome, I love you. If you need more help when dealing with guilt and shame, we may need to talk. Go to my website, risinghigherlife.com, and go to my calendar to book a free consultation to see if you could benefit from one-on-one -on -one coaching. I hope that was really helpful for you guys. And you know, I brought up the, the, the topic just for a second about the social media and everything. No, we, you need, we need to work on ourselves and not worry about what's going on 
on social media because a lot of times what you see on social media, you have to remember those things are not real. Let's do some things in our personal lives where we can really get ahead and really, you know, focus on healing and what's best for us. And a lot of those things that we see on social media are not things that are the best for us. They're not healthy for us because most of the time, some of those things are demonic and it's just not real. Okay. So I, I want you guys to be focused on your healing and what's really best for you. Now, I'm not saying everything on social media is bad, but I am saying be careful, okay? So today on Keeping It Real, I have a question from Patricia from South Carolina, and she asks, hey, Coach Cookie, I wanna know how I will be able to identify a good quality man, a good quality man. Listen, I know a lot of times when we're looking for a good quality man, a lot of people think of money. It's nothing wrong with getting a man with money, but a big thing to remember is that a man having a lot of money does not make a good quality man. So let me just put that out there first. A good quality man is going to be self-confident. He's never going to second guess himself. And when he makes decisions, he is going to stick with them. Basically, he is mature enough not to be a follower, and he will step up to the plate in his personal and professional life. He is disciplined. He's organized. Uh, he's responsible to make sure personal and professional needs are up to date and completed. He will stay calm and find a solution with the most unsettling things. Basically, uh, he has good manners at all times, not just when he's in public for everyone else to see. He has an open mind and he's not afraid to learn new things or take a new take on new challenges. He's not ashamed to ask for help when he needs it. He has a balanced personal and a professional life and when he makes plans to do something, he's going to follow through with them. Let me say that one more time. When he makes plans to do something, he's going to follow through with it and he's going to do it. For example, if he, if he plans a date, uh, a, a good quality man is going to book and confirm the reservations. These things show that a man's character and he realizes and understands the importance of upholding a certain set of principles. A good quality man understands the importance of stability. Um, he's not going to be afraid of commitment, whether it's himself or self-development, his job, a special project or his relationship. He doesn't have to have a lot of women chasing after him. Ugh, let me say that one more time. He doesn't have to have a lot of women chasing after him in order to feel validated. He is content with having one special woman in his life who loves and appreciates him. Simply put, a good quality man would rather commit to things he values and jump from rather than jumping from one thing to another and never knowing where he's at. He's not afraid to admit his faults instead of blaming everything on his partner. He owns up to his mistakes. That is a big clue that he values the relationship as a partner and equal on equal terms. There's not gonna be a power struggle. There's not gonna be a power difference or I'm better than you, you're better than me. You know, the, the this uh, who's first and who's last. It's not gonna be that struggle. They don't focus on elevating themselves above others instead. They strive to succeed at whatever they do while helping those around them to succeed as well. So, I mean, these are just a few things to look for when trying to find a good quality partner, but not just for women, but for men listeners as well. Whatever you're looking for, you need to make sure that you can bring that to the table as well. Remember, we attract who we are. So if you're dysfunctional, you have dysfunctional baggage, 
make sure you get rid of it before you start looking for a partner because if you don't, you're going to attract more dysfunction. Okay? I love each and every one of you guys. And it's important to me to bring topics that that are meeting your needs. So if you have a topic or a question that you want me to answer, email me at heycoachcookie at gmail.com. This hands down is really truly my favorite part of the show. Remember, if you want me to answer your questions, be ready because you know I'm going to keep it real, right? I would like to say thanks to Patricia for such a a great question today. Okay, let's jump into this. Let's get into the topic of the day. Don't fall for the new year, Hoover. Now, I know the holidays are over. You know, this is the new year. But guess what? They're not done yet. You know, so let's get into the topic of the day. Beware, you know, we got this new year Hoover. Yes, I know the Thanksgiving and Christmas, like I said, it's all over. But they're not done. You know, they still have the new year and... Think about it. Valentine's is just right around the corner. So let's talk about this Hoover. So for many listeners, so for many of my listeners out there who are not familiar with what a Hoover is, it's when the narcissist sucks you back into their web of control. Beware because when they do this, it could be that you were in a romantic relationship with them, you were a best friend, but you got out of the relationship or you stopped being their friend and now they're coming back and they're begging for you to take them back. So let's talk about why this is happening. Of course, we know why the narcissist does most of the things that he does, and that's so he can get supply. It's all for the service for themselves, right? It's all about them. They're selfish, and they, more than likely, uh, they're not getting what they need from anyone else, so here they come, knocking at your door, coming back to you. So we know that this is something they are known to do all year round, but they do it a lot during the new year or the special occasions, the special holidays. I I can hear them coming now saying, it's a new year and it's a new beginning. Let's do this again. It's a fresh start. Let's make a resolution together. I've changed. I'll do better. I have made this new year's resolution to be a better overall person. Then they lay it on thick because they know that that special occasion is when you're more open to accepting what they are saying because you don't want to be alone. Let me burst that bubble for you right now. And I want you guys to remember that the narcissist is empty on the inside and they need to be around people who have what they don't have. And what better time than the new year and Valentine's Day to be around happy and joyful people. Their biggest tactic will be guilt and shame to get control over you. This is also true for narcissistic family members when you try to put up your boundaries. A really good tactic that they may use is popping up to help you. Uh, For example, if you have children, they may offer to help you with your children or buy the children some clothes or some shoes or take them to school. Or they may pay a few bills that you have accumulated over the holidays. Be careful because the narcissists are good actors. And if you're not careful, you will get caught back up in that toxic web of abuse. Trust me, you would be better off without the help. So when you feel sorry for them and get back with this person or go back to your family member's home, they're going to do the same things that they did to you before. 
once they have control over you. And yes, I hate to tell you that that same cycle of abuse will continue. And sometimes when you go back, it's worse than it was before. One big tip to remember is to not share anything personal with the narcissist during the holidays or any special occasion because if you're feeling like you're vulnerable, you're chatty, like you need someone to talk to, or you got to get some things off your chest, don't do that when it comes to the narcissist because you are exposing yourself to someone you know you can't trust. It's okay to be vulnerable, but remember, do it with someone you can trust. Uh, if at all possible, answer any questions that you may have with one word. When they come to talk to you and come to visit you, they might ask you something like, well, how you doing? And you just say, oh, okay. Well, how are the kids doing? Oh, they're doing great. Don't give them any more information than necessary. Remember, what I always say, stop doing so much talking. If you're at a family gathering with this toxic person and they corner you and come up with a reason to get away from that person, find a way to get away from them. Get away from the conversation. You know, don't let them corner you like that because it's a trap. They're going to try to get you to talk about or do something that you know you don't want to do. The first tip is to set up your boundaries. Remind yourself why you have them and why they should be set up anyway. Don't allow anyone to make you feel guilty for protecting your feelings and taking care of you. Don't allow them to do that. That's a trick. That's just another play in the playbook. Once you fall for the bait, it's too late and you'll be abused all over again. This is why it's important to remind yourself about how far you have come and why you have to leave in the first place. Just think about why you left them in the first place. It's not gonna get any better. It's gonna be the same old song, same old dance. I'm sure you don't wanna start all over again on your healing journey, so be strong and don't fall for the trap. I pray that this message resonates with someone today. For any of my listeners out there struggling and you find it difficult to stay away from the narcissist, we may need to talk. Go to my calendar on my website, risinghigherlife.com, and set up an appointment for a free one-hour consultation to determine if you could benefit from one-on-one -on -one coaching. Sending everyone under the sound of my voice a big hug and reminding you to love yourself first as we rise higher together. Be blessed and I'll talk to you soon.